has melted down at Tucker Carlson. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the big lie that Merrick Garland told yesterday about Tucker Carlson and about January 6th. Yes, we are going to talk about all of that because yesterday was just, once again, the media and left-wing politicians in America showing their true colors and how much they hate you and how much they want to censor the truth and not let you know what the truth is. They want you to know their truth, the truth that they want to put together and disseminate to you, but they don't want you to know the truth. And there's a difference between their truth and the truth, and we're going to talk about that today. Good morning, San Antonio. It's 508 at KTSA. All right, so two are alive and back in the United States. The other two were killed by the Mexican cartels after being tortured and put in this stash house down in Mexico just east of Matamoros, which is down along the area of SSIP. Uh, b- by the way, if you know somebody who is going down to South Padre, tell them do not cross the bridge. You never cross the bridge to go over to Matamoros. Uh, that happened with some youth several years ago, and they end up uh, they ended up being a part of a Santeria sacrifice. And now that was prior to the amount of cartel control that is down there in that area. In fact, cartels control the border. This is not new to you guys. Now, the American media is waking up and saying, we didn't know that the cartels controlled this much of our border. Um, I've been telling you that. We've been talking about that here. The United States has zero operational control of our border. Zero. None. Zilch. And this is what we see now. This is a manifestation of it. Four Americans in what appears to be a case of mistaken identity in a van came from the Myrtle Beach area to get a tummy tuck in Mexico. Now, that's not unusual. People have been going to Mexico for operations for decades, and they go down there uh, to get their medicine as well. You get medicine, the same medicine, a whole lot cheaper. I've known guys have been buying Viagra down there for a long time because Viagra here is several hundred dollars a pill, and you can go to Mexico and get it for nada. You know, poco, poquito. So, yeah, no, uh, you, you definitely don't want to be going to certain portions of Mexico right now because it is a failed narco state. But I'm going to reveal something to you that if you did not see it yesterday, it's going to be shocking and stunning to you. The amount of cartel activity, cartels being embedded right here in the United States, right here in San Antonio. It's been a dirty little secret for quite some time that they have been moving their families up here to keep their families safe. And media typically doesn't talk about this because cartels typically kill media. So they they have been bringing their families up here for years and moving their families here to, to safety, but they also have strangleholds in cities all across America. I'm talking multiples of cities across America where they control all of the other gangs and all the other drug controls. And, and, the, and the reason that is significant is the United States is rendered powerless to do anything about what they're doing south of the border concerning the drugs because they'll just attack us here. Remember, We've been talking about this a lot. When Joe Biden opened the border, you had a constant inflow of people coming in here that we don't know who they are. We don't know where they're going. We don't know why they are here. Well, I can tell you, a number of dozens and probably hundreds upon hundreds, maybe possibly thousands upon thousands, are cartel people right here in the United States. And the, our government knows if we retaliate down in Mexico and try to take out their manufacturing plants or try to disrupt the flow of fentanyl in the country, then they're just going to start blowing up stuff here and attacking people here and taking hostages here in the United States. So you know what? You're between a rock and a hard place in America right now. And it's because you've had a very old brain-dead dude running this country for a couple of years who doesn't care. And if he cared, he would have commented on what happened to this four, a mistaken identity case. Apparently what happened, they were down there in a white van, and the cartels down there, I think it was the Gulf Cartel, believed that it was a a Haitian van that these Haitian drug dealers were in, and these Haitian drug dealers uh, were the target of the Gulf Cartel. And because you don't move in on their turf. And apparently that's what they thought. Apparently. Now, a full investigation has not been done. Cut to Jimmy. Uh, KJP was asked about it by the Deuce yesterday, and here's her response concerning President checked out in the head. Here, um, anybody who watched that video 
would strongly disagree. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a, with their own eyes in a real way and saw what happened on that day would, would disagree with what was just stated. Um, the president has been very clear. January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Okay, now that I, I called for the wrong one. That was on me, Jimmy. That was the one for uh, January 6th. Uh, the other one where the deuce asked her about the president and, uh, and showing no activity and not, not having any concern about the cartel activity down around the border. She said, well, he's been very active. He's been working. Uh, no bullcrap. He has not. Uh, he's been active opening our border and allowing it to flow into the United States and people, again, who we don't even know who they are, why they are here, and where they are now within the United States. Fox ran a cartel map on the 5 yesterday afternoon, and they are embedded all across the country. Right here in San Antonio, we have two different uh, branches of the cartels here, and they are in the USA ready to retaliate. They reign supreme over all of the drug work in america and all of the other gangs why because they're bigger faster stronger and more well armed i don't know if you've ever seen them but they've got body armor they got uh, armored trucks they have more guns than most armies have yeah, they would give our army a run for its money i can tell you that so the suspect arrested down in mexico in connection with this jose guadalupe in 24 years old guarding that house where the cartel members held captive and tortured the four americans lativia tay mckee Eric James Williams, Shaid Woodward, and Zendel Brown. Authorities have not revealed whether Guadalupe, a Mexican national, is part of the Gulf Cartel, the gang accused of the kidnappings. The areas east of Matamoros, the Americans were found. Woodward and Brown had already been killed. Now, the DEA administration says the cartel fentanyl traffickers are all over social media and the platforms are not stepping up. DEA administrator Ann Milgram stating that the drug cartel traffickers and the people selling it for them are all over social media, and that social media companies are failing to do enough to stop this. Specifically, she mentioned that Snapchat has failed to show the agency or any outside experts the technology they use to take down the drug dealers' accounts. So what's happening here is this stuff is being sold on social media now. Instead of having to meet your dealer in a dark alley behind a Circle K, now you meet them on social media. Well, folks, all I can tell you about that is this is horse crap. If these social media companies can take down conservatives, and we know they can because they did it all through COVID and prior to the election of, of, of Joe Biden, they censored every conservative on planet Earth. And if they can take down the anti-vax crowd as they did, and if they can take down the QAnon people as they did... They took Donald Trump off, the most powerful man on the planet. They took him down, took him off there. You're going to tell me they can't take these accounts down? That's horse crap. I'd rather say the other word, but we're in mixed company. Don Morgan's here, and I don't want to, I don't want to upset him with the, the S word. So it's horse crap. No, I'm serious. If they can take down conservatives and if they can take down Donald Trump, then they can take down these accounts that are selling the drugs to our children. We should, as families, as moms and dads, we should stand up and demand that these social media accounts, that social media be shut down in this country as long as they're selling drugs on social media. What, if, if, if stores, if stores had social media, or if stores had, had drugs and they were selling hardcore drugs like fentanyl in these stores, wouldn't we demand the stores be shut down if they open up a bunch of stores here in the United States? Well, what is the difference? Shut them down. Close it. Turn off the social media arms of America that are selling these drugs. That means Snapchat. Shut it down. That means if they're doing it on Facebook, if they're doing it on Twitter, turn them off. Protect the American people. While at the same time, you better start building up your police forces. The reason we're seeing crime rise is because all these DAs and all these cities like San Antonio are going soft on crime and decimating their police forces. If you want to see crime turn around in this country, you're going to need more cops walking the beat, more cops out on the street, more cops highly trained and ready to deal with it. 
We're heading in the wrong way, and we're headed toward a very dark place. I'll take a break. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. And online at KTSA.com. And it's 522. Trey Ware here on KTSA. If you want to jump in, the phones are always open at 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. Just to wrap up on this uh, border thing, the kidnapping, uh, two dead, two others have been uh, brought back to the United States. Mistaken identity is what we're told. This is all just based on... What we're told in media accounts right now that the Gulf, Gulf cartel apparently uh, thought that their territory was move, being moved in on by some Haitian drug dealers, and they uh, grabbed these four, tortured a couple of them, uh, held them in this building over there near Mathematis, and then uh, returned uh, the two living ones, the two dead ones. Uh, I have not heard. Have they been returned yet? Are they still down there? Are they still down there? Okay. So uh, we anticipate we're going to get them back. The point is, the president hadn't said squat about it. The deuce asked KJP about it yesterday. Is the president going to say something, or is he just comfortable with this? Here's her answer. Well, let's be very clear. Let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically on fentanyl at the border, it's at historic lows. Oh, my God. Historic levels uh, that we have been able to oh my uh, God. record a number of personnel working to secure the border because of what we've been able to do. Oh, my God. Seizing that fentanyl. Uh, we've done it in a historic way. Oh That's because of what this president has done. I just talked about 23,000 federal agents that have been able to be, uh, uh, that we've been able to hire and put at the border to Stop secure it. the border. Stop On- it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> because of the work this president has done, we, 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 we're catching fentanyl less than, oh, my God, these people. They're bald-faced liars. They are bald-faced liars. Once again, none of that can, none of that is true. Absolutely none of that is true. And he did not make one appearance about this. And by the way, he hasn't made any appearances to East Palestine, Ohio. He's left those people up there. See, he doesn't care. He does not care. He wants one thing and one thing only, and that's the death of oil and gas and the screwing up, the royal screwing, the royal screwing of the U.S. economy. That's what this president is all about, and he's dedicated to it. And nothing is going to stand in the way of him screwing the economy. And that's to go after oil and gas and make you get into, oh, the other thing I was going to say, electric vehicle, oh, no. So Granholm over at the Energy Department has got a new thing. They want to do away with all cars, even electric cars. They want to get rid of all cars now. A secret memo leaking over at the Energy Department from Granholm. The idea is to build these 15-minute cities. Look it up online. 15-minute cities where you walk everywhere. You won't have a car. No cars in America. No cars. No electric cars. No nothing. The Energy Department is working on that. You know what? They're going to try it before this before this crew is done screwing the United States of America because that's what they're doing. They're going to try to take all cars away from you. That blue-collar boycott we talked about yesterday. Yeah, it's got to work. They need them to build these 15-minute cities. Right. And I like the concept that that gentleman came up with. But they're going to need a whole lot of help. They're going to need a whole lot of help to get this done. Okay, so real quick, it was no surprise that the media world, like ABC and the others, jumped all over Tucker Carlson. I can't believe ABC had a big story about it today. I can't believe Tucker Carlson would be releasing these tapes. Why would he be releasing these tapes? A statement from from the Sicknick family. Oh, it's so horrible that he would do this. He's opening these old wounds again. I understand your son is dead, been there, done that. I get it. But he didn't die on January 6th. But these people I'm talking about in the media, I'm talking about ABC, they're on our station. They don't care about the truth. The truth doesn't matter. What matters to them is the truth they want you to hear, which is their truth, but not the truth. There's a difference between their truth and the tr- their truth and and the truth. Ken Burns, the documentarian, he Tucker Carlson's the biggest threat to our democracy. Are you kidding me? I just got through talking about how the cartels are embedded in every major city in America, and Tucker Carlson is the biggest threat. You people are on crack. You've been hanging out with the with the president's son too much. You may be mainlining it now, not smoking it. On the show last night, Tucker talked to Tariq Johnson, a 22-year veteran of the Capitol Hill Police Force, wore a MAGA hat, got him fired, even though he was a Joe Biden um, supporter. He wore the MAGA hat so he could get through the crowd. He said there was no setup. They had no help whatsoever, even though Donald Trump, in the weeks leading up, had personally called Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and said, I'll put the National Guard over there, and she told him to go to hell. So did Marion Bowser.
Schumer and Kensinger were off the rails yesterday all over television. Can't believe Tucker would put the tapes out. Why? Because they don't want the truth out. They don't want the truth. He didn't screw around with the tapes like they did. He just put the raw tape out. Let you see the raw stuff. They don't want you to see the raw stuff. They want you to see the edited stuff that they make up to tell their story. But with as crazy as Schumer and Kinzinger were yesterday, Attorney General Merrick Garland was even crazier. He was asked by a reporter during a press briefing what he thought about Carlson's coverage. And he uh, talked about Carlson's lies. And he said many police officers were assaulted that day and five officers died. So I, I don't want to comment on any particular reports. I think all Americans saw what happened on January 6th, and most of it saw most of us saw it, of us saw it as it was happening. It was a violent attack on a fundamental tenet of American democracy that power is peacefully transferred from one administration to another. Uh, um, over a hundred officers were assaulted on that day. No, five officers died. Stop. Five officers did not die that day. That is a lie. No officers died that day. One person died that day. Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter, was murdered in cold blood by a Capitol Police officer. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed. Play me some KTSA, Small DeVos. Good morning, Trey Ware here. It's 537-210-599-5555. we got a lot on our plates this morning, and I do have time to get to the phones with you at 210-599-5555. So let me start with Ernie. Good morning to you, Ernie. Good morning, Trey. Good show. Um, I do not think that we can uh, uh, redo the United States media. They are very powerful, uh, Trey, and uh, I think the only person that could straighten out the United States media would be Donald A. Trump, and he's getting a little bit, little bit old, and I'm glad we have more young Trumps out there. Well, I agree with you. I, I the 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 mainstream media, as we call it, or however you want it, you know, the old old dinosaur stuff, alphabet media, however you want to classify them, uh, they've totally lost any credibility, and there's no coming back from that. Uh, they, they made it perfectly clear, and now they're in the admission phase, whether it's CNN or ABC, they're in the admission phase, that they did lie all through the pandemic and chose the opposite side on purpose of Donald Trump, and the truth didn't matter. Uh, they, they didn't care if they were telling the truth or not. The truth was they were just going to oppose Donald Trump, whatever he said. The girls on The View said it, which is ABC. That's been ABC's deal for a long time. And the same is true with CBS and, and of course, with CNN. Uh, Jeff Zucker made sure that every morning at 9 a.m. he told his staff, whatever Donald Trump says, you say the opposite. Call him a racist and do everything that's the opposite. The most trusted name in news is CNN. So they're beyond they're beyond sal- salvaging. They, they cannot be salvaged and i thank god every day for all the podcasts that are now cropping up out there that are telling the truth i thank god every day that i have the opportunity to do this and i hope that it lasts uh because we we are the voices of truth out there the voices of truth are not on abc the voices of truth are not on cbs or on cnn they are lying to you lying to you do not believe a word they say the way they package their stories, the things that they show, their lies and lies and more lies. And Mike, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Yeah, my friend. Uh, yeah, this, this message is for all the uh, parents out there. Um, uh, as you know, I grew up in Houston, man, back in the late 80s, 90s. And I remember way back when, when they used to tell people, uh, tell us in high school and not to go to uh, Mexico, you know, for spring break because that bad things happened. I remember hearing about a, a boy that went down to Matamoros when I was in school and got his head, he got decapitated by when it, uh, the cartel. It was Kilroy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's who it was. Was it Mike, way back Mike when Kilroy, I was right? Was it Mike? Mike Kilroy, yeah. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah, yeah I think that was the name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is a message, Paul. You know, they have plenty of places that you can go in the U.S., uh, beaches, and you can go to Florida, you can go to Corpus Christi. You know, you know, I know you got a lot of listeners that's up in the Austin area, you know, the University of Texas, and you got a college in San Antonio, too. You know, you're only 200 miles away from now. 
Joe Biden is offering rewards for missing Americans. So they're going to, that's going to make them even want to um, uh, hijack even more Americans now because they know that they can get a ransom paid to them uh, for, uh, for taking uh, hostage one of these people. So like my advice to all the parents is find somewhere else for your kids to go spring break. They don't need to go to Cancun or no place in Mexico. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Mark, uh, Mark Kilroy. Well, I'll never forget that story. I was on the air here doing this show and, um, we got the news that he had been down to South Pod. And it was a very a very popular thing when you're down to South Padre is to walk over the bridge and you walk into Mexico and boy does the party begin once you walk into Mexico because it was a free for all uh, especially if you were 18 you didn't have to be 21 you could be 18 and just get down and that's what Spring Breakers did for a very long time and he and a couple of others that he was with I'm, try, I'm trying to remember this is I'm, I'm doing this all from memory. Uh, they were captured and they were used in a Santeria, um, uh, whatever they call it, sacrifice. Uh, many, many times uh, after that, I read the book. It was just a chilling uh, account of what happened. But at that time, you didn't have what you have now, which is the overrunning of the cartels in that area. They are ruthless, ruthless. And what I got to tell you is it's not just over there. They control a lot of property in the United States of America. A lot of property in the United States of America. And folks, you, it's a mess uh, to, to try to figure out what to do about it. Because they are so ingrained and so embedded in this country. I know of schools in America, even schools in Texas, where their kiddos go to school and they have armed guards that go to school with them. Some of you are nodding your heads right now saying, yep, I know that too. And uh, they're embedded in our country. And we have extremely weak leadership here and in Mexico, and they have no idea how to handle this situation. They have taken over. They have operational control of our border. That's evident. They have all kinds of control that side, and they are in control on this side. And they're selling the dope and stuff through the Internet, on social media. Instead of shutting social media down, which is exactly what we ought to do in this country, because that's how it's being trafficked. It's being sold on social media. Instead of doing that, we're not doing anything. We're not interdicting. We're not, you know. In fact, we're making it worse because we're cutting police in America, and we're making crime pay in America. We're going soft on crime. And you and I have talked about that many, many times. We're going soft on crime in America and cutting police. When, in fact, what we ought to be doing is ramping up our police forces all across this country, all across America. Morning consult poll is out. Survey revealing Donald Trump has made gains in terms of support over the last week. He has passed the majority threshold. At the end of February, he saw 50% support. Now it's up to 53% this week. Nobody else even comes close. Ron DeSantis has fallen 25% behind, he's at 28%. That is a two-point drop from the 30% that he had at the end of February. The gap between Trump and DeSantis is widening, with Trump gaining and DeSantis falling. Nikki Haley has had a two-point dip since she announced. And uh, Greg Abbott and Christy Noem and Mike Pompeo, Glenn Youngkin and Tim Scott, they only got 1% each and there's a little rumbling and mumbling about who donald trump might pick as his running mate somebody's going to make you very happy jimmy somebody who i said early on he should pick and that's Carrie Lake from out in Arizona. We'll take a quick break. Coming right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Here in South Texas, we're used to the long summers. Newsmaker Hotline. What's going on, Big D? Huh? Am I missing anything? Got everything covered over here? I think so. You got everything covered over you there? Got a new shirt. Well, it's yeah, one of my one of my few yeah, new is that from the new uh, collection, spring twenty twenty three Walmart yes. collection. Well, actually, yeah. it's not. No, no? Th- this is online. I actually had to. Wow. Look, I had to do in the little brown shorts. Bring this one. Well, man. Trey, where is that? Uh, what? You get a big? You win the lottery or something? What's no, going on? no, I'm just moving on up a little uh, bit. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What I decided to do, I bought some, uh, you know, nineteen fifties bowling shirts because I'm right. going back. And yeah. uh, to the to the fifties in my life, and so I'm sh- yeah. And I decided to get a couple of these, and uh, I like them. They yeah. f- they're 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 very comfy, and uh, they move well. Is it a breathable fabric? You it is a breathable cool? fabric. Yeah. It yeah. is. How did you know? Could you tell from way over there? I, I am up on the fabric. My fabric is breathing. Yeah. 
I don't even know what that means. See, I don't even. Yeah, I have no, no clue. David Van Camp wears those style of shirts. Does he really? And I bought him one because he digs them. Yeah, I do too. I like them. I had to buy it online, and I didn't want to tell him the name of the company I bought it from because it's embarrassing. What's the name of it? Harddaddy.com. That's exactly. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah, I have that's a hard daddy. This is a hard daddy. I love hard daddy. They're nice shirts yeah. and reasonably priced. No, they have all kinds of cool stuff. Because well, I'll tell you what it is. I'm a Setzer fan. I like that whole retro kind of thing. I'm, yeah. I, I want to get some sleeves done here and uh so i I was looking at some of this you know retro kind of cool jesse james stuff right you know and uh so i decided i I looked it up i said man this is the kind of stuff i'm going to be buying for a little while so i've got it man i'm rolling and hey don i'm an influencer all of y'all will be wearing this soon don you you can afford these shirts don yeah oh yeah i I think this is 20 bucks 20 I kid, bucks? I, I kid you not, bro. Hey, if it's more than seven ninety nine, I'm not interested. <laughs> well, I understand. It's but, only going to last me a week anyway. That's so. the deal. That's the problem. Well, you know, this is, I, I'm about to, I'm sure this is super exciting radio, but I'm about to go through the entire closet, and I'm going to be brutal this time. I always hold on to something because, oh, I never know when I'm going to need that one. Yeah. You know? Right. And I just need a couple of shirts, and I've got a closet full, but you never know. I need that one. Oh, no, that one. Oh, I'm going to need that one. Yeah. You know? I'm the opposite. I have no emotional attachment to most of Oh, you told me you had three shirts. Basically, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I have more than that, but I, I find that I, because I do laundry every right. other day. So when they hang up in the front, so I get up and I just grab. Yeah. And it's always one of the same three. That's what I need and to so do. so every now and then I'm going through, I'm like, well, I have all the, why don't I ever wear any, That's any what I need to do. Yeah. I know. I know, I know, I know. What is this? The show is turned into what? The view? Elaine, <laughs> <laughs> I can't punch people in the face with crap all day. <laughs> they go out with a gun, stick in their mouth, you know what I mean? I got to be cool in here with something every once in a while. Elaine, I'm sorry. Your shirt is lovely as well. It is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll get off the what shirt. What kind of thing. fabric is that? I it really, I, I, I didn't intend on talking about the shirt, but Jimmy brought it up, and so you know, thank you, thank you, Jimmy. Um, I did want to talk about Hershey's, and that's in the news. It's a news story. So you remember the other day? Wait, I got, clothing and chocolate? Yes, yeah, it is the view. <laughs> I need Whoopi. Where's yeah. Whoopi? Point Morgan. Yeah, what a bunch of cackling hens we've become. Man. I hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump sucks. Uh, so anyway, no, I remember the other day I got on them because they had a tranny uh, represent them for International Women's Day, and I said I'm done buying the Hershey's chocolate bar, remember? And then Jeremy Boring, who we're getting on the show from at the Daily Wire, he uh, started his own candy company. They've sold over a half a million of their he/she candy bars uh, through the Boring Company, Jeremy Boring's company. Right. So that's kind of cool. I like I like that idea. But Hershey's announced today that they are coming out, and this is where it's relevant to you because I don't know if you watch this stuff this closely. They're coming out with a vegan chocolate bar. Now here's the question that I have for the fine folks at her. Okay. Because you're a vegan, right? I'm not a vegetarian. Oh, okay. But chocolate is is basically a plant. So why, if it's it's already plant-based, sugar comes from a plant. You want to know what they're doing? They're making it with oats instead of milk. And I guess there are vegans who will not drink milk because it comes from a cow titi. Oh. So there you go. Right. That's it. Yeah. So that's why, and oat, and oat I milk. guess, uh, I, well, I guess oat milk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess you can tell the difference. I, you know, I don't, know. I have no idea, but that's what they're saying. They're all, yeah. they're they're fully woke, and they want everybody to know they're woke. And so now they're having a vegan Reese's. It's the Reese's, by the way. Oh, with, Reese's. The okay. Reese's with the peanut butter yeah. and the cho- and the peanut butter and chocolate Reese's. Right. Okay, it's it's now going to be vegan. So yeah, have fun paying seven ninety nine for that. Well, I was gonna say, what are you gonna pay for a pair of Reese's now? Are you gonna pay twelve twelve bucks or something? Yeah, I don't know. When I need my fix, man, I just get the usual. No, you don't. You call Mr. Softy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I haven't had I haven't had a Mr. Softy ice cream cone in at least five months. Well, it's about time. Yeah. You need yeah. to you need to do that now. Right. All right. So um, in Virginia, Fairfax County Public Schools, that's where the parents went and protested. And Merrick Garland said they were domestic terrorists. Now the public schools in Fairfax are putting together a college prep program for the kids up there. Oh, that's nice. They can get into a college prep program in middle school and high school to go to college. It'll get them prepared to go to college at Fairfax in Virginia. 
where they had, of course, the parents that were the domestic terrorists. Fairfax was the one where they had the tranny boy who was raping the girl in the bathroom, and the parents said, hey, hey, what's going on? And they, you're a domestic terrorist. And Merrick Garland wanted to arrest him with the FBI. Oh, so the, co- the college prep program they just announced yesterday, no whites allowed. No white children allowed. No whites and no Asians. Only blacks, only Hispanics can participate in the college prep program at Fairfax Public Schools. No whites, no Asians. Only blacks and Hispanics will be allowed in the college prep program. No, there's no discrimination there, is there? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Have you considered solar for your home? Get it, Stevie, get it. You're my pride and joy. You know who you are. You really are. 605 at 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trayware page at KTSA.com, where there's all kinds of great content up there. Thanks to Elaine. Thank you. So, um, I don't want to start anybody off in a bad mood, but I got to talk about the news, okay? I, I, want you to, I want you to know what's going on, okay? And this whole deal that went on at the border with the folks who went across and they were kidnapped by the cartels, and now we're being told it was a mistaken identity that the cartels thought that those were Haitians that were coming in there to sell drugs and so on. I, I don't know what the truth is about any of it. Two of them are dead and tortured and put into this hell house down there, the cartel stash house that they have just outside of Matamoros. And then uh, two of them have now been returned to the United States, traumatized, obviously, after going through what they went through. Apparently, they just went there for a tummy tuck operation. That All of that could be true, or some of it could be true, or none of it could be true. I don't know. We, we're not going to know. But here's what we do know to be a simple fact. The cartels control the border. Both sides of the border, by the way, uh, the border is controlled by the cartels. And they run the operational control. They run the border between Texas and Mexico. And I've been saying for years, stay away from the border. Don't get anywhere near it because of that. Because they've had operational control of the border for, border for a very, very long time. They've been working on it for years. The border collapsed into their hands when Joe Biden became president because he gave up the fight. And now the five yesterday on Fox showed a map, a, t- a map of the United States where they are embedded. They're embedded right here in San Antonio. They're embedded across the country. And here's what I want you to know. What happened down there is going to happen here. It already does. You just don't hear a lot about it, but it's going to grow and it's going to get worse. And the reason it's going to get worse is because they have the ability now to control specific areas right here in the United States of America. And they got us by the you-know-what. Because there's not a whole lot we're going to be able to do in order to interdict down in Mexico. I know Matt Gates says we ought to blow up their drug manufacturing plants with drones and so on. Uh, but w- when you do that and they're embedded here, what are you going to do when they start lighting stuff off here in retaliation for what you're doing down there? And that's the issue. So I don't think it's over, and I certainly don't. I think the the offering of the reward is made it worse uh, because now they know they can make some more money, and fifty to a hundred grand is not much in their world. I mean, these are people who make billions every year off of this country. But uh, but you know, fifty to a hundred grand. Hey, that's fifty to a hundred grand if they can capture a kid on spring break or whatever. And our government is willing to pay fifty to a hundred grand for these people. Boom, boom, boom. They've got a whole other way of making money, and that's all they care about is making money. And they don't care about life or limb. It's money, honey, money, honey, money, honey. Their kids are going to school here. In fact, we know that kids go to school here with armed guards. We know that here in this country. Some of you are smiling and, and nodding your head because you know of those cases as well. So this is a situation that we're, we're, we, you know, we are caught in right now with this, and it's only going to get worse. This is the absolute worst time 
for us to go soft on crime and to disincentivize police officers which is exactly what this crime bill is designed to do it's all designed to demoralize the police and that's exactly what these soft on crime bills have done anywhere they have been put into effect in dc today the chief of police just said this a few minutes ago if you want to bring down homicide rates keep violent people in jail that's what the dc chief of police just said five minutes ago well yeah hello you have to interdict more you have to be tougher not softer on crime and you have to lock these people up and keep them locked up. And in order to do so, you need more officers on patrol who are highly trained. But because in the wake of George Floyd, you've got liberal socialist commies all across this country in forms of mayors and city council people and on so on and so forth who have kowtowed to the movement, including Ron Nirenberg in San Antonio. They want to go soft on crime and they want to reduce the number of police officers. I'm going to make that connection one more time with you. No, not one more time. You're going to hear me talk about this a lot until May. He said at the BLM rally, I'm going to defund police, and he stuck his fist in the, fa- in, the, in, in the air. This is my GD city. Pharaoh works for me. Went downtown, made all the city council people genuflect to BLM and raise their fist in the air from the, from the dais. Did all of that to defund police he heard back from the business community don't you dare defund police so what do you do you do it like san francisco and portland and austin and dc and on and on we can go you go weak on crime that demoralizes the police guys don't sign up to be police officers the ones that are they quit early that's how you get rid of cops and you put a social justice director in charge of the police department over the chief of police and that demoralizes them even further because in this piece of legislation that they want to pass in may in order for an officer to arrest somebody they have to call supervisors do all kinds of paperwork hours and hours and hours of paperwork and then they get called on the carpet by a social justice director who has no law enforcement experience whatsoever it's in the legislation i have the legislation right here and i read it and i try to tell you each and every day what it's to do but when we have the threat of the cartels just two hours right there two hours away from us and also in san antonio there are two cartels operating out of san antonio that have set up bases here and they're all over the country the last thing in the world you want to do is go soft on crime and demoralize your police you must be at this point ramping up your police forces you need more beat cops you need more men and women on the streets who are highly trained to deal with this crime wave not fewer You have a mayor who does not believe that. You have a city council who does not believe that. And for those of you in the business community, I cannot stress enough. I've been a businessman all of my life. I cannot stress enough to you how important it is to increase your police numbers, not reduce them. Reducing them and going soft on sentencing for things like theft up to $750, vandalism up to $2,500, destruction of property up to $750. Going soft on crime is the absolute wrong way to go, and nobody can argue against that. But business owners, I'm going to tell you, if you don't mobilize police officers, if you don't mobilize police unions... If you don't mobilize, if you don't speak out, if you don't start getting out there and knocking on doors, this thing is going to pass, and San Antonio will fall into an abyss of crime. San Antonio will fall into an abyss of crime. I'm telling you. You have to stop this. You have to defeat this, but you can't sit back and not say anything about it. 
I'm the only one. I'm it talking about this thing. I am it banging the drum on it. Forces of conservatism, voices of conservatism, business, families, churches, churches, civic organizations. We need to hear from you on this. You need to get organized and you need to get out there before San Antonio falls into the abyss of crime. Do not, do not give money to Ron Nuremberg's re-election campaign or anybody else on city council. Do not. Do not vote for them. Campaign against them and campaign strong and hard against this soft-on-crime bill. Or else, or else, San Antonio, you will be lost with these other cities across America. And with the cartels operating in San Antonio, you can't afford to be lost. You cannot afford it. Got to tell you about Laurel Ridge, and Laurel Ridge is all about hope and healing, and hope and healing for your family. Family members, by the way, who may be suffering with something that's going on in their lives. It could be depression, which is a really big deal. Could be anxiety. Anxiety might be uh, some sort of substance abuse issue. Your friends at Laurel Ridge are here with day and evening and weekend uh, type programs for you to go get the kind of help that you're looking for. They have more intensive type work while you're there at Laurel Ridge. The daytime programs allow you to go get your treatment during the day and go home at night to your family, those kind of things. It's very flexible the way they work things there at Laurel Ridge. The bottom line is is healing. So if you know you're dealing with depression or maybe somebody that you know is or anxiety or PTSD or substance abuse or something like that, right here at Laurel Ridge, they've been at this now since 1987. They have the answers and they'll get you there. So they love you and they want to help take care of you at Laurel Ridge. Saving lives, healing families, and creating hope, 210-491-3591. Warm today and tomorrow, mid-80s for the high rain possible on Friday in the 70s. And right now, 68 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like we News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 619, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, Lieutenant Chris Olivares with uh, Texas DPS. Lieutenant, it's great to have you on this morning. Thank you. Hey, good morning, Trey. Thanks for having me on. I wanted to talk about this situation down and, and the cartel situation with the uh, Metamoros and, and what happened there. Um, what can you tell us about any more specifics um, that these people went in, and I guess it was the cartels figured that they were Haitians that were there to sell drugs? Well, yeah, so one thing to understand, and many of, the, many of the listeners probably don't are not aware, is that, of course, Matamoros, the, the Gulf Cartel, controls the Matamoros area. But within the Gulf Cartel, you have smaller groups, which are called, you know, factions. And within those groups, they're fighting over territory for drug and human smuggling routes that, you know, from Matamoros lead out into the U.S. And because of that, you have an increase in violence, gun battles that are taking place there just within miles from the Texas border. And also, to keep in mind, too, is that there's been thousands of Haitians that are in Mexico right now uh, that have settled there, uh, especially since the Haitian event that, we, that took place in Del Rio. Uh, there's been many Haitians there that are waiting to, to gain entry into the United States. And because of that, you have these smaller cartel, these cartel factions that are recruiting the Haitians uh, to carry out you know, any type of organized crime that they're involved with. And because of that, the rivals in this particular case mistook uh, these individuals, these uh, American citizens, for Haitians, and that's why they were chased down and attacked by the by the rival cartel. I've been told that the cartels on the other side of the border are a threat on this side of the border as well, that operational control of the border really is basically in their hands and, uh, and that we're at threat here. In fact, uh, Fox News, during their five program yesterday, put up a map of the United States and showed where the cartels are, and basically there's dots all over the United States, including right here in San Antonio. What can you tell us about that? Well, absolutely, Trey. I mean, the cartels have been able to expand their criminal network throughout the United States. I mean, they're operating in every single state in this country right now. And that's that's a threat to not only you know, national security, but also public safety. And especially, you know, think about the amount of fentanyl that's coming across our borders uh, into the United States right now that's killing thousands of Americans. And one thing that we are urging as a state, especially in Texas, especially now that you know we're approaching spring break, is that we're going to see many spring breakers, especially from not just within Texas, but also out of state, that visit 
you know, the beach, and a lot of them will go to Mexico. But we are telling them, and our message is very clear, to refrain any travel into Mexico, especially those that want to go visit Mexico, go to the bars, the clubs, and especially pharmacies. You know, one thing, too, Trey, that we're seeing that's starting to come up now um, is some of these pharmacies in Mexico that are selling pills, especially oxycodone, Percocet, Xanax, all these pills that you would normally get through a prescription in the United States are being sold at these pharmacies, and some of those are laced with fentanyl. And that's one thing, too, another message that we, that we are very you know, strong and clear about is to refrain from going into Mexico, to refrain from buying any type of pills from a pharmacy or anybody um, unless it's prescribed by an actual pharmacist or a licensed physician. And that's very dangerous because, again, these cartels have been able to mass produce you know, fentanyl pills throughout the United States. Um, and also, in some cases, some of these pharmacies in Mexico. Lieutenant Chris Olivares with the Texas DPS is joining me. We're talking about the cartel threat down along the uh, border after what happened in Matamoros. Matamoros has always been shaky anyway. We remember 20 years ago or so, Mark uh, Kilroy, who just walked across the bridge with some friends from South Padre, and he was killed in a Santeria uh, thing there. Uh, but it's always been dangerous. Yep. It's just, you know, it's gotten, it's just gotten worse, you know, with the cartels. Tell me, Chris, what, what would be the cartel's interest in spring breakers? Why would they be interested in maybe capturing them or killing spring breakers? Well, I wouldn't say so much, you know, trying to capture them or kill them, but of course they're going to take full advantage of the fact that there's going to be many spring breakers that are visiting the beach nearby Matamoros, nearby Bronzeville, Texas. And that's, that's their moneymaker. They can sell, you know, their illicit drugs to these spring breakers when we talk about fentanyl. Yeah. But also, you know, now that we're seeing, you know, some of these cartels, especially the rivals, I mean, they're kidnapping people in Mexico that enter Mexico uh, because they're assuming that they may be rivals or uh, whatever the case may be or just kidnapping them for ransom. And that's why it's very dangerous for now to go into Mexico, more specifically Matamoros, because of the, of the uptick in violence between the two rival cartels uh, that are in that area. So. Yeah. Again, you know, I, I can't I can't stress enough to those that are thinking about traveling into Mexico, especially during spring break, is to refrain from any travel into Mexico if possible, uh, because right now it is too dangerous for now to to even go into Mexico right now for for whatever situation. And it's very unfortunate because many people have family in Mexico. Yeah. Um, it's always been a tourist attraction, but now in this case, it's it's just something that it's not recommended right now at this time and do you feel that way uh, about all of mexico i know it's been like okay we have this pocket over here and stay away from mazatlan absolutely stay away from acapulco no reason to go there at all but you could always go to the riviera if you wanted to go to cancun and places like that are you now saying all those places should be off limits as well I would, I would, I would definitely say that. And the reason I'm saying that is because there has been violence that has taken place in some of those resorts. I mean, there's been there's been killings. Uh, even if, regardless of the fact that it's you know against rivals, the fact of the matter is that there is violence uh, within Mexico because of these cartels, and they do have control in those areas. I mean, they do have uh, you know the majority of uh, of power or authority, especially in some of those resorts. And yes, maybe. You may you may frequent those areas and maybe nothing's ever happened you know in over the years but all it takes is that one time to go into Mexico and you know it could be you know something tragic so we saw that what took place you know on Friday with with these uh, American citizens that went into Mexico so that's why it's highly recommended not to travel into Mexico. How much danger are we in on this side of the border and here in the United States by the cartels? You know well we, we've always seen I mean the cartels have always operated you know in the u.s i mean of course we've seen the drug smuggling that's always taken place but now it's 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 really increased to an extent to a magnitude that we've never seen before and now they've been able to expand their criminal network uh throughout the united states especially more with these synthetic drugs methamphetamine and fentanyl and that's why it's, it's so dangerous now that they pose a more serious threat now than ever before and that's why there really needs to be some action uh to really go after these criminal organizations on both sides in the u.s and mexico because their their, their power their authority you know, reaches throughout the throughout the U.S. I mean, they're operating in every single state, not just in cartels members themselves, but also criminal gangs that are also affiliated with the cartels in Mexico. So that's why it makes it so dangerous, uh, especially right now at this time, that these cartels have been able to expand and actually increase, you know, their power, their authority throughout the United States. We know about the human trafficking. We know about the drug trafficking here in the United States. Are they violent here as they are down there? I know they're well-equipped down there. They have incredible armaments down there. But are they well-equipped here, and are they violent here as well? 
in the U.S.? Well, they're very well equipped. They're very well equipped. I mean, they're you know we're talking about paramilitary, yeah. you know, individuals. Some of these members were in the Mexican military, so mm-hmm. they have the tactics, they have a the training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about in terms of the weaponry. I mean, military grade right. weapons, fifty caliber rifles. I mean, we've been able to seize. Some of those weapons, you know, through our border operations with Operation Lone Star that we launched and back in March of 2021 when Governor Abbott um, initiated that, initi- that operation. Mm-hmm. And we're seizing drugs that are, that are going south into Mexico, high-powered rifles, AK-47s, uh, 50-caliber rifles. Um, one thing that we do see quite a bit often when we're out in the field working with our Border Patrol agents along the river is drone incursions. I mean, they're using technology that we would normally use for surveillance they're doing counter surveillance on law enforcement by, mm. you know, flying drones to see where law enforcement's at, to monitor law enforcement. The violence, as far as rivals that are operating in the U.S., we've seen cases like that where you have cartel members that'll that'll enter the U.S. to carry out attacks or to carry out hits on rival cartel members. Mm. So that's why now we have to be more vigilant than ever, and really, um, you know, stress the importance of actually going after these organizations uh, because they are a serious threat to us in the United States. You're a great source of, of uh, information. I'd like to call on you again, Chris. I appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. Appreciate Lieutenant Chris Olivares from Texas DPS. Coming up next, my friend John Hayward will comment on the politics of the day. Window World is your company when you want to get serious about remodeling your home with beautiful windows. Windows that not only make your home look great, add to the curb appeal, add to the gorgeous beauty of your home, but also add to the energy efficiency of your home. You see, with Window World windows, when hot air is outside and you want to keep it out there, they'll keep the hot air out there, keep the nice cool air inside and vice versa. How do I know? Yeah, Nancy and I bought a house full uh, two years ago. Love the window world windows. Love the way they look and love the way they feel. I've actually gotten up to them when the weather's been extreme outside, put my hand right up to them. You can't feel a thing. That's how energy efficient these things are. And when you're dealing with Martin Bomba's team, you know, the family's been around since 1947 in business here. So, you know, they're solid, they're strong, they ain't going nowhere, and they're all about taking care of their customers. Take it from one of their customers. I love working with Window World, and I know you will too. Whether you do two or three windows or a whole house full, Window World is your company. Free in-home quotes from Window World as well. All you got to do is call 210-767-0995. I hear people say it all the time. 37 now, KTSA. I love Wednesdays at this time because I get to talk to a political genius. Love his uh, opinions. It's John Hayward from Breitbart.com. You can read him there. He's got a book out for years now called Dr. Zero Year One. And, John, I, do, I want to do things a little bit different. I've, I've got the whole Tucker Carlson and the whole January 6th thing, and now Joe Biden's going after Elon for publishing the Twitter files and, of course, the border and the you know, capture down there and and the COVID origin story. Since the last time you and I talked, that broke. So we can go anywhere. I'm just curious about what's in your brain this morning. Why don't you lead us off? We do this every once in a while, and you take the lead, and I'll follow you. Well, there's something that links all those stories together that just fascinates and horrifies me, and that's this growing idea that an alliance between the ruling party in the United States, just like a third world tin pot dictatorship, and the media, which is totally in service to the ruling party, is deciding what you need to know about. And when they decide you need to know about certain things, they have no compunctions about surgically editing the information, about making sure you don't see certain videos, you don't hear certain informations, lab leak theory of coronavirus, well, back during the, the height of the coronavirus pandemic, the ruling party and its media decided that that would help President Trump. If people talked about how the lab leak theory was accurate, they wanted to, to broil President Trump for racism, for suggesting that it was the Chinese flu. And so they decided you didn't need to know certain facts that now they've changed their minds. Now it's years later and they're letting their hair down and saying, oh, well, that stuff we didn't want you to know about lab leak, we'll let you know now. And now it turns out that everybody agrees it almost certainly came from that lab. And you could go through every one of the stories that you just mentioned, and the same thing has happened right up to January 6th versus left-wing riots when uh, when Antifa, this left-wing terrorist organization, when they actually seceded from the United States. <laughs> Remember they did mm-hmm. that? They took over a town in Seattle, and they said, we're not the United States anymore, we're Chaz, or whatever dumbass thing they called it. And the media thought that was adorable. They didn't think there was a problem there. They didn't call for the FBI to investigate. They didn't really even tell you what was happening in there. When there were crimes and shootings, they downplayed the news. 
is time and again, the ruling party and its media have decided what the narrative will be and that you don't need to know anything that would confuse your little head over the narrative they want to feed you, like most recently this stuff about January 6th and the new footage that we're finally seeing. That would have just confused you if you had known the whole truth. So you only needed to know what the media and the party decided you needed to hear. The party. That's exactly right. How Orwellian is all of this. In fact, as late as yesterday, Merrick Garland, who's supposed to, you know, know the truth, Merrick Garland was putting out the lie again. He said, five officers died on that day. There's only one person who died on that day. Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter, was murdered in cold blood. No officers died on that day, but you know what? They're still putting the story out. Merrick Garland was saying it yesterday, and now Joe Biden is sicking the FTC onto Elon Musk and saying, what journalist did you allow to look at the Twitter files when you put out the Twitter files? I mean, this is nothing more or less than our entire government being weaponized against conservatives in this country. That We are their enemy. They are our, our enemy, and they have weaponized the entire government against us, John. And, and it is the party. That's the thing people should remember. It's not just the government, bad as that is. It's that there is this Democrat party, this ruling totalitarian, author, increasingly authoritarian party. And they're the ones doing all this. The party has its media. The party has its corporate friends, its partners and companies. It has its ideological training sessions that it subjects people to in companies now. This is all the party, far, far, far beyond just the power of the government. And that's what you need to be worried about. When you look back at the great disasters of history, history. Remember, the villains were not the German government and the Russian government. It was the Nazi party and the Communist Party. And you're getting that again, an almighty party that never goes away even when it loses elections. And it has all this power to decide what you know and what you need to think about. And it's increasingly, obviously dangerous. We're getting closer and closer to this authoritarian regime where only people that belong to the party can do journalism. That's what this Joe Biden story about cracking down on the, the Twitter files is all about. The regime will decide which journalists are party car carrying members that will be authorized to do journalism that is a million percent true and what a great point i call it the uniparty because you have people like mitch mcconnell and 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 uh mitt romney and others who wear the r on their sleeve but they're in that uniparty themselves but you've also you know you, you're sitting here seeing all the major media well, i can go from abc to cnn to cbs and all of them we know and it's documentable fact that they have been lying to the american people on these uh, issues over and over and over again they are the major problem they are the enemy and they don't see any need to regain their credibility. No. They don't admit they did anything wrong. They're not going to apologize. They're, look at the reaction to the January 6th tapes. Now that you've got Tucker Carlson broadcasting this stuff, the response of the media is not shame. They don't go, oh, man, we feel so bad that we didn't tell you about all this stuff and we knew. No, they attack him. Right. They, they say Tucker Carlson is a dangerous subversive for broadcasting unauthorized truth to the masses and how dare he. And as you just said, no small number of Republicans are right there with them. There is a rule party and then there is kind of this shell sham you know phony opposition party in, in many ways that's the republican party and they basically go along when it's something that's really important to the ruling party they'll kick up a fuss now and again for this or that issue but when it when the ruling party indicates that something is really important to it like january 6th all the mythology they built around it then the token opposition just kind of ducks its head and tugs its forelock and goes along with it abc television this morning had a guy on that said that tucker carlson is the greatest threat to democracy we've ever faced now you think about that statement for a minute right he's a he's a kulak in russia you know he's an enemy of the state and now he's going to be destroyed now that he's an enemy of the state well you can do anything to him and this is a way that you know lefties lefties are big on street violence look at antifa set in atlanta on fire you've got this inter this nationwide organized terrorist organization with ties to the southern poverty law center which influences a huge amount of media coverage that's antifa and here's the signal to these guys this tucker carlson uh, he's a uh, he's an american uh, he's he's anti-patriotic he's against the, the glory party and you know that's that's a signal to do and they've done this before they've attacked tucker carlson physically before they terrorized his family years ago so i would expect he's going to have to get ready for that again you're the man you're the man john hayward from breitbart.com read him and listen to him right here on ktsa thank you john we'll talk next week 
Thanks very much for having me. Big time foundation problems or little problems, whatever the size the problem is, our friends at Foundation Support Specialists will find the problem and they'll fix the problem and they'll guarantee the fix for the life of the structure of your home with a transferable warranty. However long you own that home and if you decide you're going to sell it, well, you can pass the warranty on to the new homeowners. And you know, sometimes you're having foundation failure and you don't even know it. Now, a lot of times, a lot of times you'll see stuff like cracks in the ceiling or cracks in the wall, cracks in the mortar between the bricks, and those cracks will continue to grow. And when you see that, uh-oh, you better get, get foundationsupportspecialist.com out there right quick. But I would get them out anyway because a lot of times you have foundation issues and you don't see any telltale signs. You don't see anything that's going on with them, and uh, and you could have foundation failure. Their inspection will that doesn't cost you anything. They don't ever charge for their inspection, so they want just to come take a look. And they're not looking for work either. It's not one of these companies that they're coming out there and they're going to say, hey, we're going to find something. Nope. That's not how they work. If they if they don't find anything at all, they're going to tell you have a good day, going to get in the truck, and they're going to leave. Foundationsupportspecialists.com. I'm Randy Adams, just because you bought three. Hey, morning news with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I said, girl. Well, he's not a girl. He's not even a girly man. Boy's a real man. I've traveled with him. I've seen him in action. Ladies and gentlemen, from our sports star down the hall, Joe Ryanago, baby. How you doing? Good morning, Trey. How are you? I, I, you know, if I was I, I, better than I deserve, I, I guess that's a standard answer. <laughs> better, <laughs> Aren't we all, my friend? Aren't we all better than I did? Now you, you and I have known each other for what thirty years at least, something like well, that. A long time, okay. my friend. Long time. Travel, yeah. travel the world together, seen a lot of crazy stuff. So now you're over here at the Sports Star. We all know that you're doing the afternoons uh, with with Jason Minix. Is that correct? That is correct, three to seven. Now, can you swing a putter? Oh, yeah. I, I, I swing a mean putter. Are you kidding me? Well, I was just asking. Uh, I, think I've seen, oh, yeah. I think I've seen you do that before, so you're going to have to because the Golf Classic is coming up, right? So I tell you what, yeah, it is coming up. March 20th is when it's coming up out at Olympia Hills. And uh, not many spots left, Trey. If somebody wants to get in, they better hurry and get it done. Now, how do they do that? How do you get a spot? They, they go to ESPNSA.com okay. and, uh, and register right there. Now, and when, yesterday, we had two or three teams left. That was about it. And this thing sells out every year, so, uh, and it's a lot of fun. A lot of sponsors bring a lot of good stuff out, so uh, a lot of fun. Good way to spend a Monday. Olympia Hills is great. I know somebody who works out there, uh, very close with somebody. A granddaughter works out there, so I know this place very well. And you guys uh, take it over for the entire day. When you have those teams, are those teams of four? Are they foursomes? They're foursomes, yeah. So I, I think, you know, 400 bucks tray for a foursome, so it's 100 bucks a piece. You know, you, you spend that quick as anything anywhere else. Come right. and I have fun with us. Food, drink, fun. All kinds of stuff out there. So it, it's a lot of fun. It really is. It's kind of like Caddy Day, Caddyshack. Remember that movie? Sure. So we just kind of take things over. Yeah. And so um, who's the charity? Does the money go to somebody? The Will Smith Foundation. Now, I wasn't familiar with that and got to reading on it. And uh, I know he doesn't have the best name of, in the world, but he <laughs> does say, some great what, stuff what, with that name. <laughs> what, what, what do you learn? How to slap people or what? Huh? Well, he's pretty good at it, I would say. That's so. what I hear. Okay. Sometimes folks need a good slap. You know, I well, don't know. Hey, listen, yeah, I agree with that. You don't have any problem with, with that with me. All right, so we only have a couple of slots left, folks, just a couple of slots. I mean, really, seriously, this thing's almost sold out. So, guys, yeah, if, if yeah. you if you want to go golfing on a great time, have some great time with Joe and Jason and the morning guys, R&R, and everybody else that's over at our sports station, and a lot of other celebrities and stuff come out to this. Joe's absolutely right. It's fun. Uh, the the people the the uh, companies that show up they bring a lot of fun stuff you get a nice goodie bag and a good you know, it's just a really good time uh, coming up on March what what was the date again the twentieth March twentieth so uh, okay. what about twelve days or so thirteen something like that I don't know all right let's settle it out we only have three or four spots left for teams so log on right now again Joe the uh, the web address ESPNSA.com. 
Okay. Uh, and it's real easy to find once you get in there. It's right there. It pops up as soon as you, you log on. All right. Very good. And then you'll see Joe with his putter. That's right. Okay. That's right. It's a mean putter. That's 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 worth the price of admission in and of itself. <laughs> see you after a while, Joe. Have a good day, man. Thank you, Trey. Talk to you later. Joe Reinagle, my good brother. All right, 655 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the uh, Treyware page, KTSA.com. Uh, the border is a mess, of course. We all know that. The uh, cartels are running the border. But the cartels are running crime in America. The cartels have a foothold in America, not m- more than a foothold. Because they are so well organized, they're paramilitary. They've got big guns, and they've got big guns right here in America. They've got big guns trained on our people here in America. It's a very dangerous situation. And, yes, you shouldn't travel to the border. But, I mean, anybody with half a brain knows that. You don't travel to the border. We do not have operational control of the border. But the bigger issue is, how do you deal with them now that they are so embedded all across the United States? Because if you do what Matt Gates says, or, or what Lindsey Graham says, and you militarize our border, and you start taking out what the cartels use to manufacture fentanyl down there, well, then they're just going to activate here in the United States. That was the foolishness of opening the border, as Joe Biden did. How many times? For over two years now. Have we said, both on this show and on Where in Rima, we've said it over and over again. We don't know who's coming in. We don't know where they're going. We don't know why they are here. Well, now we have found out. They have embedded themselves all across this country. So you start lobbing drones over there, they're just going to start lobbing stuff here and taking people off the streets here. That's how they operate. And this president has not addressed this at all. Has not said a thing about it at all. Corrine Jean-Pierre lied to America yesterday when Peter Ducey asked her about it. Well, we've done such a great job. We're taking all the fentanyl off the street. You lying dog. Well, let's be very clear. Let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically on fentanyl at the border, it's at historic lows. Oh, I can't stand it. Stop it. I can't even stand that. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA? The winter blues are almost behind us, and we